This episode of Tour Denver is brought to you in collaboration with Sunrise Robot. Be sure to visit sunriserobot.net and discover other great podcasts about the arts, technology, and culture. Tour Denver is a storytelling event created by Amber Blaze, Derek Mund, and me, Michael Edwards. Hi, I'm Amber Blaze. Tour events take place live at venues around Denver, Colorado. Each night, a theme is chosen and three curated storytellers share their tales. All of these stories are told without any written notes, with each storyteller living in the moment with the audience. See the full schedule of upcoming Tour events and listen to other episodes at RackandTourDenver.com. This Tour event took place at Fort Greene on March 8th. The topic of the event was First Muse. During each Tour Denver event, the audience can sign up and tell their own short stories before the final curated storyteller closes out the night. This episode, William was our featured impromptu raconteur. Here's his story about how a succession of Amy's ruined and inspired him through his late 30s. My name's William Davis, but um, I, I drink for a living. Literally, that's what I do. Uh, so uh, speaking about something that's as near and dear to your heart as your muse is uh, somewhat alien to me. I'm usually talking about wine and spirits and how they pair with everything else in the world. So uh, thank you, ladies, for making these wonderful Martinez's because uh, once again, alcohol has got me out of another jam. (laughs) When I think about my muses, um, I think about the Amy's. Um, most people, you know, they, when they usually talk about their muses, their muses are something to do with a positive reinforcement or, uh, you know, uh, love, passion, something that, that stems from that. And uh, for me, the Amy's, uh, although they certainly represent that, uh, they also represent something else, and I'll end with it. Uh, my first Amy, uh, I, was, uh, I was 19 years old. Uh, she was Amy Bohannon. And I just moved from London back to Louisville, Kentucky, of all places. I was going to school at UofL. And Amy Bohannon came from the southern side. If you've ever been to Louisville, northern side of Kentucky, you go across the bridge, and then you're in southern Indiana, uh, which, uh, although it's not quite well known for wheat and corn, it's also known for the KKK, but that's something entirely different. Being of uh, mixed parentage, uh, my mother is... uh, white, my father is African-American. Back in the 80s, it was a very different world. And so she was blonde hair, blue-eyed, absolutely gorgeous. We uh, we were working at a restaurant called Tumbleweeds. And uh, she had just graduated from the uh, local performing arts school in Louisville. And to me, you know, I was in college, she was one of the first women that I had ever met that at my age, Um, Not only was she a lot wittier than I was, but she was smart, she was intelligent. Uh, She could finish sentences and and go the next step. And I thought that this was the perfect woman for me. Uh, There was a slight caveat. Um, She got pregnant in in high school and uh, she had an eight-month-old in tow. And at that rather young age, I realized that I could make make this work. You know, this, this could be us together, a built-in family. A couple of months later, um, she slept with my best friend, and <laughs> me crying at the, uh, the ripe old age of 19, uh, wondering where I was going to go next, I lost an awful lot of weight, and then I realized that uh, I 
funnily enough, uh, thank you, Joe, for bringing that up, I became a type 1 diabetic, and I, I finished my tour in Louisville by driving through a grove of pine trees in the middle of Arkansas after losing 40 pounds. That was the end of our relationship. Uh, we still try to keep in touch from time to time, thank God for Facebook, but, you know, uh, things change. My next Amy was Amy Browning, and we met, I was uh, making cocktails, of course, being in the restaurant biz, made cocktails, and uh, she was a couple of years younger, and we just hit it off. It was one of those house parties that you look at each other, one thing leads to another, uh, three hours later, you're still in the, uh, the teenager, young sister's bedroom, and seven years later, it still continued. She was amazing. She, um, she always reminded me that, you know, I was the smartest person in the room, the most talented, uh, the most wonderful, uh, but then heroin ticked in. And um, after a, a year and a half of uh, dabbling in this and realizing that uh, she in rehab, uh, myself wondering if I was ever uh, going to either be an enabler or finally stick a needle in my arm, I decided that it was enough. We still keep in touch. But it goes back to what a muse is. Sometimes muses are driven by, again, personal and uh, what I call a positive reinforcement. Sometimes it really goes back to square one. It goes back to fear. It goes back to what sometimes motivates us, is that that angst, the, uh, the fear of somebody actually knowing who you are for your faults and realizing that you are half the man of who you actually are is what in many ways motivates you and sometimes that's what wakes you up in the morning and gets you to do what you need to do during the day. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tour Denver. Visit RackandTourDenver.com where you can find upcoming events, speaker bios, and more episodes. This podcast was recorded and edited by Michael Edwards of Sunrise Robot. Visit SunriseRobot.net and discover other great podcasts about the arts, technology, and culture. Music